Welcome to the Warner Brothers Podcast. I'm Kyle, joined by my brother Keenan. Keenan, great to have you back. It's, it's great to be back, back in BT. Danny in the corner, just, <laughs> this is like old times. Danny just sitting in the <laughs> corner trying to be quiet, just like old times. Keenan, glad to have you back, though. It is great to have, it's great to be back. Great to be back. So, um, how's the week been so far for you? Because my week here has actually been pretty hectic, but enjoyable. My week's been normal, just work, just been hella busy. Uh, we got to play ball last night. That was cool. That was nice. Uh, I was sore today a little bit. I did wasn't get... really that competitive. I was disappointed in that. But you know what? I wasn't trying to run. So Yeah, I got poked cool in the way. eye, which was unfortunate. But <laughs> You almost went blind. But, look, I just want to talk football. I don't even care about yeah, no, but... your trip. Your trip's cool. <laughs> um, we had a contract start last night, kind of a contract, where I'm going to put... Danny volunteered to be up for adoption, but I want to put you up for adoption if you don't go out with me and my crew tomorrow night so like it's a crew now kind of okay I mean, I, so we got I mean, it went from a great okay but okay. like the adoption i might not be here on the next warner brothers podcast so and this just might the be warner the brother podcast i was to say it might know. be the first and last time you get to see my face but otherwise yeah um nfl playoffs we'll start there so we're just gonna breeze through that breeze through i mean are you guys oh you're asking on the spot you want the people okay um i don't think i'm gonna be put up for adoption if that tells you anything doesn't doesn't really tell me much but i'll believe it when i see it i do want to say i've been out with you less times than i should okay you know right yeah Seen you on a cruise, you was turned up. Yeah, like, I had a fun he time. said many times in this podcast, like, "Oh, I don't need alcohol to turn up." This and that, I bring the party. A couple times I've been out with you where it's like really low key. Like I'm like, "Where's, where's the Keenan that I know? Where's, where's a uh, Fat Man Scoop Keenan? Where's that at?" So that's that's the energy I want to see you two bring tomorrow night. That's all. That's all I got to say. We can move on to the playoffs. Okay. That's all. So I need. I'm ready to talk about the postseason as well. Okay. So. Uh, obviously super wild card weekend instead of wild card weekend. It's going to be a phenomenal weekend. Uh, six games. Yeah. Six mm-hmm. games. So how do Monday you feel about a, a month? I was gonna say Monday night game, which threw me off, which I don't know if I'm going to be able to catch all of it, which is unfortunate because I will be on a flight. Get Wi-Fi on the flight. Yeah. I, what time's your flight? Flight's at five and we're supposed to hit Tampa at 11. So we're going to be hitting... That yeah. game will be over. I was going to say, we're going to be, uh, we'll know, but the city will tell us if they won or lost, essentially. Very true. Um, I would get the Wi-Fi on the flight, try to watch it, even though it's not the best. That's What's your the, airlines? Uh, JetBlue. Might be possible. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I think possible. it should be. I think it was like $20 on American Airlines for like decent Wi-Fi throughout the entire flight, so I might have to, I might have to go for it. But I don't like the Monday night game personally. I'd rather have three and three Saturday and Sunday. That's fair. But uh, I don't know. It'd be cool. They got the right game on there, I guess. Tampa, Dallas, which I do not know who I'm picking for that. I know who I'm picking for my NFC and uh, AFC championship games. Let me put my phone in my pocket. I know who I'm picking for my championship games. Yeah. I pretty much got my Super Bowl. Yep. That game's giving me trouble, though. I've got, I've pretty much got my Super Bowl locked in and i kind of have every playoff game locked in is that what did you want to go playoff game by playoff game 
We should. Okay. We'll go. Yeah, we'll go opening weekend. So we'll start off Saturday. It starts off Seattle versus San Fran in San Fran. I think we'll both pick the Niners here. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a somewhat close game, like touchdown to touchdown field goal, ten point game. Yep. Most of the way. Then mm-hmm. I think the Niners pull away. But I think the Seahawks. I mean, it's tough to play in division three times. I think yeah. the Bengals Ravens game. We'll see that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Dolphins my. I mean, Dolphins uh, Buffalo not so much because two is not starting. Right. But yeah, that game's Bob, not, I was gonna say that game's if two was starting, but, you would see because that's been two close games. Right, and uh, I think. Look, I think the Niners are the best team in the NFC right now. I'll just say that. Um, Likewise. Other than that, I don't really have too much to say about this game. I really do hope they make it a good game. I don't think it has any potential to be a great game, but I hope it's at least a good opening game for us. I wish it wasn't the opening game. I think it should be Dolphins-Bills because I think that's a trash game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll see. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Uh, San Fran, I definitely think, will pull away second half. I got something probably along the lines of like 27-17 in that vein. Um, they're just too good. Even with Brock Purdy not having much experience, Gino on the other side doesn't have too much experience. Kyle Shanahan. So how do you feel about Brock Purdy? Because me and your boy Tim, we were talking today, and he said Brock Purdy looks good but doesn't know if he is good. I'm like, anybody who's thrown two touchdowns in any offense a game has that much command over an offense like that. Regardless, I don't care if it's a good team, bad team, but if you got that command, if you're throwing two touchdowns a game, take care of the ball. That's a good quarterback, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um, shout out to Tim. Shout, I was going <laughs> to say shout out to Tim. We might have to see him. but Tonight? I, maybe. I was going to say we might have to. He said some, that, he, he said some wild shit today, if, I think. I was going to say, if not, we'll have to have him maybe next week. To at some at some point we in the Tim near on. future, Tim will have to make an appearance. Tim's cooking up the takes. I'll say yeah. that. But I mean, I understand it's early, but is there really is Brock Purdy worse than Jimmy Garoppolo? No, I think he's got a better. They've got an equal command of the offense, but I think Purdy I think, has more ability. He can throw downfield. I think he has a more of a variety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if that's the case, and you would Jimmy G's been to a Super Bowl been to an nfc championship game just last year mm-hmm. i mean if purdy's no purdy's got the high hand you keep him in yeah 100%. same as the brady situation same as the uh <laughs> same as the uh what were we saying cooper rush earlier yeah. in the season like if i don't know i kind of almost feel like i was right in that regard because you know Dak has more ability but he's got the most interceptions in the league this season uh you know what we'll touch on Dak when we get to that monday night game yeah say too much about that but as far as Brock Purdy goes parlays were a little bit messed up from Dak so let's not <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it say, when, you, when you get the gambling involved it gets a little bit more personal same thing with fantasy for me I, look that game's giving me the most trouble I've already kind of alluded to that but I literally if you ask me today my pick tomorrow might be much different Yeah, it really might be but as far as Brock Purdy goes I mean you got a really good opportunity either way whether you go jimmy g what the fuck are you laughing at <laughs> i want to smack Dad, the shit out Dad, of you. just what did, did. <laughs> welcome welcome dad anyways <laughs> and, 
Anyway, getting that out of the way. But Jimmy G, whether it's Jimmy G or Brock Purdy, you're good. Yeah. That's the kind of backup you'd want is someone who has that much command over the offense. hundred percent. You're good either way. His backups almost as they might be better than the starter right now. But anyways, the 49ers are going to beat the uh, Seahawks. That's definite. Both of us should. agree on that one. Should. They should. They should beat them. Next game will be the Chargers heading to Jacksonville in the nightcap. I think that has potential to be maybe the best game of the weekend. Up there, it's going to be Yeah, up it could. It could. I mean, it's two young teams. Yeah. Jacksonville can beat anybody. They can lose to anybody. Yes. I mean, they did not look good in what was a de facto playoff game against Tennessee last weekend, a, a banged-up Tennessee. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to expect from Jacksonville. I'll just say that. I didn't like what I saw from Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't know. I do like the coaching matchup. I like Peterson better than I like Staley. I can tell you that. Yeah. But Doug Peterson is low-key one of like the top like seven to eight coaches in the league. No one really talks about it. I mean, he went into – we saw what Urban Meyer did last year. Urban Meyer took it. It was terrible. And then Doug Peterson in one year – regardless of it being an and division, still got them to above 500 and in the playoffs. He's also won a Super Bowl. He's done. He's been a great coach throughout his. Doug Peterson gives me PTSD, PTSD because <laughs> of uh, the Super Bowl. That's, I call it the Matt Patricia Super Bowl for obvious shitty reasons. Y'all call it the Philly Special Super Bowl. Yep. To us, it's the Matt Patricia Super Bowl. Yeah. But we got great news today. Matt Patricia will be on his way out. We're looking for a new coordinator. I'm hoping it's Cliff Clingsbury. I don't if know if it'll not, be, Bill cool. O'Brien probably will be the guy because that just seems so on brand for New England. They but said they haven't reached out to him. They, okay. They haven't reached out to him. I mean, that doesn't, I'm happy with that. That's as of today. Who I'm knows? happy with I that. I wouldn't mind if it's Bill O'Brien. I really, I don't, I do not, as long as it's not Matt Patricia, which it looks like it's not going to yeah, be. Yeah, it's not Patty P. I don't care. I do not care. But I'm hoping for Clingsbury. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. We need new blood. We need something. I think Mac has more ability than what he has shown. But. What, Time will tell. what I okay, we're going on the Patriots, but I mean, it's the end of their season. We had yeah, to talk no. about them a little bit. Um, the hope for me bring Mac back for a third season, get an actual human being there to coach the offense, and go after DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, Nuke wants out. I, I would, I would trade a first for him. Like, uh, the defense, regardless, is going to be top eight. Bill's gonna get that every year. You get DeAndre Hopkins. If you can, you can sign Jacoby back. We have the money for it. You get DeAndre, Jacoby, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne with Ramondre, Damian Harris in the backfield, Hunter Henry, John New Smith, Mac Jones. There's no reason why Mac Jones can't be successful. And if he's not successful with that, he's not your guy. I agree with you. Yeah, go get D-Hop. But I'm going to sound like a broken record. I really do think there's enough on that offense to win. I do. I think it was a matter of having a competent offensive coordinator. This is going to sound like a broken record, so fuck us talking about the Pats. Let's, Pats don't deserve to be talked about. Let's go back to the playoffs. Doug Peterson, Jags, Chargers. Um, I really could see it being a blowout in the Chargers' mm-hmm. favor. I do think it's going to be Chargers-Chiefs. Uh, look, shit, we didn't even give a final score for the first game. I, gave, I, was, I did. I had 27-17. I'm going to go 30-17, so it's right in the same boat. But yep. for this game... You know what? I could see a 28-17 charge in this game. I really do. Especially with how healthy they are in the receiving core. I don't know. I just did not like what I saw from Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. last weekend at all. That's really what stuck with me. Had they shown out, 
I'd probably pick a closer game because it definitely, like you said, has game of the weekend potential. But yeah. Um, the only thing that is a little leery, I believe it is leery, not weary. We've for had that one before. Yeah, I was gonna say a little leery for the Chargers is Mike Williams didn't practice today. He's a mm. game time decision for Saturday. But they do have DeAndre Carter. They do have Joshua Palmer and Keenan Allen's going to be healthy. Gerald Everett's still there. Austin Eckler's fine. So Mike Williams is their big play guy, but they still have pieces definitely to insert to help that. I think he'll play. They've kind of said since the end of Sunday's game that he would play. So I believe they'll have a full receiving core. But, you know, I think the Chargers are a sleeper for a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, if they had a different head coach, I'd roll with that. And they closed the season pretty well. Like, they were more dependable than usual. Yeah. You know, minus this last game where they played their starters and, you know, risked injury. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think, look, I think they win this weekend, obviously. And then I think they take on the Chiefs. And I think they'll put a scare into the Chiefs. I don't think they beat the Chiefs, but I think they'll put a scare into the Chiefs. Yep. I got, I actually have it going the other way. I do. The Jags winning. Okay. I do have the Jags winning. I like the Jags defense a little bit more right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call I, a timeout after this, but go ahead. Go ahead. I like the Jags a little bit more defensively right now. Their defense over the last five weeks has been playing very well. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence over the last couple weeks has kind of ta- tapered off a little bit from what his last hot, week. from his hot nine weeks nine through fifteen. But I do. Both of them are still young quarterbacks in their first game. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence has played at the highest level you possibly can play that's not the NFL playoffs because he did win a national championship at Clemson. I think he's going to be ready for the moment. I have them winning a closer game, probably a 26-23, to 27, 20, probably 26-23 was what I'd call it. So what about on the Chargers side? Like, So you think it comes down to a Trevor Lawrence like last drive, or I like, do. I I do think it's gonna. I think it's going to. This game's going to show. You think Herbert and Lawrence played with like a draw? I yeah. I think that this game is going to show that you got two of the top quarterbacks, two of the top young quarterbacks going head to head. Right. I'm I, going with Herbert, but I was gonna say that, but, and that's fine because Herbert's Herbert's played more. Herbert's a little bit more proven in the regular season. He has done more. Obviously, this is really. Trevor like said, Lawrence's first real full season. I mean, obviously last year was his full season, but mm-hmm. that was very turmoil, kind of weird season. To say the least. To say the least. So, like, this is his, like, with an actual infrastructure behind him. This is his first season. He did play pretty well. I do have faith in Trevor Lawrence, I think. But I do think Justin Herbert's going to put up, like, maybe 280 and two touchdowns, something like that. Justin Herbert's going to play a good game. I just think that in the end, the Jags defense makes a play. And Trevor Lawrence is able to come out on top of the game. So it's weird because it's like it opened up at a point and a half. Yep. Spread, I believe, and now it's two and a half. Maybe it's even three. You Last time I saw it was two and a half. And I wouldn't have been surprised if it opened up as a pick em at any point. Like, yep. But I'm, for whatever reason, I'm just overwhelmingly confident in the Chargers this weekend. Like, I just do not like what I saw out of Trevor Lawrence last week at all. And that's, that's really what I stand fair. by. I mean, like, last week was a playoff game. We saw it, and I guess you could say, like, hey, fresh start. This is the actual playoffs, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just That's not how I'm feeling right now. I'm rolling with the Chargers, and I usually love to pick against the Chargers, and I love <laughs> to pick against bad coaches, <laughs> but I really do think the Chargers have kind of grown up a little bit. So, yeah. But the question I wanted to ask you, you were big on the Jaguars, Yeah, I think, as a young team before the season. Yes. Uh, as well as the Lions. Yes. 
Last week you picked the Packers, though. I was very surprised by that. And I don't um, think – maybe I didn't push back at the time. And I didn't even, like – when I went to look at our picks, I'm like, Keenan definitely picked the Lions because I was like – See – But then you picked the Packers. So defend yourself because you were big on the Lions. See, I, have been, I have been big on the Lions, but the way the – Then in a do-or-die situation. I was going to say, I was big on the Lions all season, but they have been a completely different team from the home – from on at home on the road. They were mm-hmm. in Lambeau. Packers had one four straight. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that Rodgers had tapered off, and I didn't think like I mean, obviously Rodgers has shown this year that this hasn't been his greatest of seasons, of course. But I thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to make plays in the fourth quarter to win them the game. Mm-hmm. He ended up making plays in the fourth quarter to lose them the game. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where it came down to me was just the experience. I figured Aaron Rodgers in a big spot, especially in Lambeau was going to be able to pull out the win. Lions being a young team, I thought it was going to still be close for sure. But I thought that the Packers showed after beating the Vikings, 40, really 41-3, to ended 41-17 the week prior. I thought they'd be able to kind of do the same thing in Lambeau. They can't get rid of Rodgers. Rodgers is going to be there next year. There's a lot of money tied up. He's still, I think we said earlier in the season, like if he happened to come to the Pats, which isn't going to happen, but like I would take him. Right? I, I, I so, 100% take Rodgers. What's the fix there? Because I feel like... I feel like there was talent on offense. The defense was supposed mm-hmm. to be their strong point, which mm-hmm. came and went. Uh, I feel like if anybody should be a D-hop target, it's really the Packers. No, I was if you, say D- you go get D-hop, they're kind of right back in the mix. I, was say that, I don't know uh, if you put them over the top of the Lions because the Lions ended crazy strong. Sorry. But uh, you know what? They ended I think seven they won- of the last eight. Um, anything, I think it was either seven of the last eight, eight or of the last, of the last ten, seven, something, something along those lines. Where they were hot at the end of the season. So you give the Packers D hop. Do you put them over the top? Like which, if you're capping at the beginning of the season, um, obviously there's draft shit. Oh, if and you all that, if but. you gave the Packers D hop, you would almost have to, just because the Packers defense is definitely mile, not miles, but definitely ahead of the Lions defense. And I think that would make the Packers offense on par or close to it as the Lions offense. So Mm -hmm. I think you would have to give the edge to the Packers in that stance. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, D-Hop, I think there should – I mean, obviously, every team could benefit from having DeAndre Hopkins. I think the Ravens, I think the Packers, I think the Patriots, I think – Any team. Name a team. Any team. But I'm thinking those three – those are three teams. I mean, there's a couple others that I'm just not going to name off the moment that I think really could benefit, but the Packers are definitely one of them. But I don't I, know. Where, it's hard to say where he'd end up, but, I mean, Green Bay makes the most sense. I don't know if they have the draft capital. Like, I'm not I'm not up on most teams' draft capital. Like, I know the Rams obviously have no draft capital. Yeah, so the Rams don't. The Broncos don't. See, like, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of – it's – a lot of the younger like teams, like the Seahawks, are in such a great position right now. They got two mm. first round picks, plus they're also in the playoffs right now. They're showing like Texans could trade back for them. As I said, the te- quick a quick note: Why did the Texans win that game? Why would they not want the number one pick? Like I, I don't know if it really matters honestly because the Bears are going to trade out of it. But uh, but I like know. I it's mean, it's a heavy quarterback class. It's a but it's like a if you're if you want your guy, like you you would want the number one to make sure you. They get completed your like guy. two fourth and twenties in the last draft too, including that last play. Yeah, and then they went for play. two, and like it was like it was, <laughs> was like fuck it, I'm getting fired. Yeah, I'm no, it was like okay, great. I mean, if you want to go out with a win, and then if he's not happy with the organization, went out didn't want to 
I mean, fine. But I would have done the same thing if I was Lovey Smith. And look, yeah, most players, I mean, you know, fans sit there and talk about, oh, it's tank, let's get the number one pick, this and that. Every player is going to want to win the game. You put them on the field, they're not playing to lose. So, I mean, well, I understand yeah. it from a player's point of view. But it was a miracle win. <laughs> I was watching that. Like, that was a crazy play. That was probably the craziest play of Sunday, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the that, way other he than dropped the, it in. Other than the, we didn't see it because you actually went to come pick me up. But we didn't see it. We listened to it. Then uh, the name Naheem Hines kickoff return. Oh, I saw to, it. Oh, you watched? Okay, I didn't. Yeah. Have, I didn't see. You it. didn't I heard see it. it. I, saw I heard it. it. But the Naheem <laughs> Hines uh, kickoff return to start. I, Ernie Johnson, I tweeted out that was like a wink from. I was like a God wink there. Just kind of like it felt like a moment, like a Demar Hamlin kind of moment in that kickoff return. Um, but that was another crazy play of the weekend. But yeah, that Texans play was absolutely sore spot. You know what I yeah. mean? Wish we won that game. Our offense actually produced that game against an elite team, and we lose yeah. by 12 points because mm-hmm. we give up two kick return for touchdowns. First one I'll take, like you said, that's, you know, the, you want to call it a God thing, you want to call it whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It was cool, like whatever. But uh, the, second the second one, one was inexcusable. <laughs> no, the second one can't happen. That. second one can't happen. You never see that. I don't, I don't know who our special teams coach is, if it is Joe Judge, because that's what he used to be. I know he had part in the offense, but yeah. that was terrible. No, that's absolutely but, terrible. But um, shouts to the Bills, and we'll get to them later. We'll get to them. <laughs> we'll get to them actually next. Uh, oh yeah, they are the one they, they are game. the next. So I was gonna say you have the Chargers, you have them twenty eight seventeen. I've got the Jags, I got them twenty six uh, twenty three. So then we go Sunday one o'clock. We got Miami with maybe Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe Skyler. Like I was gonna say maybe Skyler Gray slash Thompson <laughs> heading heading if, to Buffalo. All right, so if it's Bridgewater, I think the Bills win regardless. But if it's yeah. Bridgewater, I would say two touchdown game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyler Thompson, because that's who I like. That's who I've heard is starting. Yeah, I'm gonna give it 38-10. That's my final. Score. Okay, I think the Bills run through them. The Bills are obviously going to be playing with a lot of energy. They're obviously going to sh- either Demar Hamlin's going to be at that game, or they're going to show him on the jumbotron like with a message, something that'll yeah. juice them up. You saw how they came out against the Pats. I think they might like. I think they're pretty confident they win this game. I think they might hold them for next week because if they play the Bengals next week, it'd be so fitting if Demar like, led them out of the tunnel or something like that. This is what I don't understand. Okay, the AFC Championship is going to be held at a neutral site if it's a certain matchup. Georgia Dome or Mercedes-Benz Dome now. Yep. So if it's Bengals-Bills next week, that game was directly impacted by all this. Why wouldn't that be at a neutral site? That's what I don't understand. It makes no sense to me either. And I didn't even think of that last week when we were talking about this and when all this was like Mm. a possibility. But then me and Tim were going through it today. We're like... Why wouldn't that be? No, you would think because that that directly impacts. Like if the Bengals win that game, they are. If the Bengals win that game, they're the two seed, and the Bills mm-hmm. are the three. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, obviously. If the Bills win, but if the Bills win that game, they're the one seed, and mm-hmm. KC is the two seed. So you would think that game would be at a neutral site, and then you would have the if Buffalo saw KC, that would be at a neutral site. It would be easy. I mean, I don't know what the schedule is, but that's one you could put right in Detroit. Detroit's not terribly far from no. Ohio, and uh, definitely not far from Buffalo, as we saw. But uh, no, uh, you would you would think I mean, that that knows? would be the case, but it's not. That so doesn't the, make much sense to me at all. How it they, doesn't make sense to me. The Bengals, out of all teams, kind of got screwed the most. Not that like not that I mean to try to. Though obviously <laughs> the situation was such a unique situation. Yeah. So like, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But the Bengals. 
kind of had a, in a play where if they would have lost the Ravens, it could have been a coin flip. Yeah, and if you game. asked, if you asked any team, any one of those teams, they would yeah. say like it don't matter, like whatever. Oh, absolutely. But no, you're right. Like in the grand scheme. I guess it would be the Bengals. Because the Bengals would have had an opportunity to play at home, but now they almost had to play. A, if they would have lost, which they took care of business, so they took that out of it, they could have possibly played a, had a better record, but played a away first game, a division, uh, wild card game, then played on the road, which they're probably going to against the Bills. If they be, I was going to say, I think they'll get, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Mm-hmm. And then obviously moving forward. But So there was another scenario. I don't know if you heard this, but they thought about like saying no to the buys, basically, mm-hmm. right? And moving up, so like doing AFC the first weekend, or sorry, it would be. Let me get this right. It might have been NFC the first weekend, along with the Week 16 game, Bills and Bengals. Yeah. And then the next weekend doing AFC. Then the next weekend, back on schedule, so there'd be no buys in effect. Yeah, other than like the NFCs, kind of would have had a buy. Yeah, they well, would have had a buy. It would have had like, like a buy, but not a buy. I know what you're right. saying. Um, that I don't mind that, actually. I think it almost would have been better. It penalizes the teams that worked for that one seed. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, so, I mean, it was kind of a, it was a situation where kind of there was oh, going to be a quote-unquote loser or someone in an unfortunate. Wait, how would that work? Am I saying that right? I'm trying to think. Because no, there would still be a buy. Like, what? No. Or, but, yeah, they just, no, it'd be they like, just seed it. All right. Everybody, yeah, yeah. like. That makes sense. It'd be one. One to seven, two verse. Yeah, somehow would, they'd figure it out. I don't yeah. know what the fuck. So but it might have been or it sounded better to me, whatever I heard. I'm yeah. not explaining it correctly, but you know. Yeah, no, that's that's such a weird situation, but yeah, I, I think, think in the end it kinda does balance out. Yeah, it's gonna balance out. And I honestly, if you're that team, I mean the Bengals went to Casey last year down twenty one three at one point and won. They should not feel disrespect I mean, they should have the pedigree and feel okay, like we can go to Buffalo. We can go to KC. We can go wherever we need to go to win. So Yeah, you ask the Chiefs, Bills, or Bengals. They're going to say, yeah, we play anyone, anywhere. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, I was going to say, especially that quarterback, those quarterbacks that are there. But you have the Bills 38-10. to 10. <laughs> I've got the Bills regardless. It's going to be around like 30, 31 to 14, somewhere in that, somewhere in that line. It's going to be a Bills big win. Yeah, if it was Bridgewater, I'd say something like 28-14, but... Tua, a healthy Tua is the only way I think this game could be close because they did play him close both times with Tua, but you don't have that. So there's no, there's really no chance for Miami. Like I did, I could have, I tried to not guarantee a win for San Fran. I'm going to guarantee a win here for Buffalo. If Buffalo loses, I will be dumbfounded. Yeah, they're not losing. I'm, they're, I'm guaranteeing a win for Buffalo. The and, next, no, uh, oh, sorry, you going? You no, I was just going to say if San Francisco wasn't playing as well as they are, like. I think that has potential to be a good game. Like I really do think that first mm-hmm. game does. But and and Pete, as I say, Pete never... Carroll as a coach definitely is someone who can scheme up some things. He's mm-hmm. a good defensive mind, so he can make that game a little bit more interesting. And it is Brock Purdy's first playoff game. This isn't Josh Allen's first playoff game. We we see we know what Josh Allen is. That's the thing. Not to like go back too much to that game, but like yeah, I mean if Purdy is gonna slip up, you know. You'd want it to be in the playoffs or your other team, or you're banking on that almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're playing pretty Definitely. carefree these last six weeks or however long he was in. Mm-hmm. Throw him in a real situation. Never know what you're going to get. I think he's going to perform well, though. Yeah, I, I, really I do too. There's no reason why. And Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's one of those coaches that puts his players in the best posi- best possible position. So he won't. he's not going to ask Brock Purdy to do too much. 
or anything outside of his comfort zone. Listen, you want to talk about game of the weekend? This is my game of the weekend. Giants, Vikings, I cannot wait for this game. Two teams, you never know what you're going to get from either of them, Mm -hmm. especially the Vikings. Giants are just, they have no talent on offense, or at least on the receiving core. You know, it's really just Daniel Jones, Saquon, shoddy offensive line. But an amazing coach, a yeah. great coach. I would like, say Dayball's done a great job this year, and their defense plays hard. They have some playmakers, and they're healthy, and, and their defense plays hard. So, and they, and it was nice for them because their backup backups pretty much got played a really good game against Philly, and they got like Saquon got a, got to rest, Andrew Jones like they all got to rest, which is like great for them that they got a bye. If you're a Giants fan, you have to feel good. Yeah. Right. Yep. If you're a Vikings fan. You have to feel good, too. I mean, even though their point differential is shoddy, you know what I mean? They have a negative point differential. Yeah. But, you know, the offense is there. The talent's there. The defense is not there. You walk in. You That's where you got to feel okay, like, with Saquon, with Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. You got to feel okay by that. But. As As a Vikings, you walk in with the best player in Justin Jefferson. You could tell me any outcome of the Vikings playoffs, and I'd believe it. If you told me they were a Super Bowl team. I could see it. I really could. If you told me they're out round one from the Giants, I could see that as mm-hmm. well. Like, they are. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just come out and say it right now. I actually have the Vikings losing to the Giants. I know you do. I, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I predicted that today. Actually. I, I've got. Me and Tim. <clears throat> I've got the Giants winning this game, twenty-four <sighs> to twenty-one. I mean, the last time they won on a sixty-one-yard field goal in Minnesota again. So like. The Giants feel like they can go in there and win a game. I've this, got the Giants 24-21. This one's tough for me as well. I could go back and forth each time with this game as well. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to roll with the Vikings with all their talent. Okay. I don't feel good about it. I do not feel good about it. I love Dayball as a coach. Yep. But I'm going to roll with the Vikings. I'm going to roll with Justin Jefferson. No one's covering him as far as I'm concerned. Tim threw out a guy that he didn't even know his last name. Um, for what? For for the Giants corner. Oh, and he Gi- didn't know his. He said whatever his name is as a Giants fan. And I was gonna say Tim is a Giants fan. So exactly. Yeah, I know Justin Jefferson's gonna eat. It's just really. Do you trust? Which is weird. Do you trust Kirk Cousins or Daniel Jones more? And Daniel Jones not is not turning the ball over this year, which is surprising. Like, He's got a high completion percentage. Yeah. No, Daniel Jones. If his this turnover is, rate is like one of the. Lowest in yeah, if Daniel Jones plays like he has been playing all year and doesn't turn the ball over, I actually have more faith in Daniel Jones than Kirk Cousins, which if you would have said that before the season. <sighs> That's hard to say. I don't know if I could have said I that. literally don't know what I'm going to get out of the Vikings this weekend. I don't know what I'm going to get out of the Cowboys this weekend. All right. Um, like I said, the talent thing with the Vikings. But I really want to get to this Tim point, okay? Mm-hmm. He... He's got, the, he's got the Giants winning. Of course. By five points. Let me get this right. Two touchdowns most of the way. Five-point win. Okay. Then he's got, him, he's got them beating the Eagles. Okay. I'm not But even... listen to this. This is where it gets crazy. Okay. He feels 40-60 about it. He feels 40-60 about the Giants beating the Eagles. So, like, 40% that can, they will and 60% that they he won't? He says if they win this weekend, they're beating the Eagles, but it's 40-60. That doesn't make any sense to me. No, because that. So they're. You gotta at least feel 50 50 about your team if they're gonna be the number one seed in the NFC. No, I, that doesn't make any sense at all. You can't. <laughs> and he said to me, he's like, I guarantee they win this weekend. And if they win this weekend, they're beating the Eagles. 
I okay, said, so okay, well, what's your confidence then? He said 40-60. That sounds like a hedge to me. That, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> he, he always, he, Tim has says one of the most, question, some of the most questionable things. And he's got, he's had good takes. No, Tim. Compared to some of your no, friends so, that I've no, heard. Tim, so Tim. I just want to throw that out there. Tim is great. Tim actually has somewhat of a football mind that I respect completely. But then at the Said that like you're a, what are you, uh. <laughs> Black Adam Schefter. Yeah, I might, sure? might as well be. But and then respect his football man. And then Tim, at the other hand, just says some outlandish comment. Sometimes just to get you riled up, and then sometimes because he feels it. And it these just, were okay. I just didn't understand the forty sixty. If you're confident, if you're saying if they win this weekend, they're beating the Eagles and going to the NFC Championship. Which I said I was like, so that's the NFC Championship. And he's like, is it? Yeah, of course. So he it's didn't know if it was the NFC Championship. It's four he, wins to win a Super Bowl at max. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't know who the number one corner is, who's going to be guarding Jefferson. I guess so. Like, yeah, I, don't I, I, don't, I don't know where Tim stands. I don't but. know where Tim. I don't know where Tim stands either. But I mean, I happen to agree with him. I do think the Giants are going to win. What's the final score? Twenty-four, twenty-one. Field goal game. Yeah, I mean, that's. I, yeah. The Giants will not blow them out. I, I, the Vikings either, only know how to play a close game, and the Giants only know how to play a close game. So I, I think it, there's no chance of it being a blowout on either side. I disagree. I think the Vikings could blow them out. I don't think they will. I think it's a close game. Okay. I think it's going to be the game of the week again. I think it's going to be chaotic. Okay. Dable's going to pull out some Belichick shit, I think. Like, I don't know what that means. I don't know whether that's on offense or defense, but I think he's going to pull out some trickery. Mm hmm. Um, for a final score, we'll say twenty-eight, twenty-four Vikings. Twenty-eight, twenty-four. Okay. But like a chaotic twenty-eight, twenty-four. Well, no, I'll yeah. give it a twenty-eight, twenty-five. We'll go a field goal game. Twenty-eight, twenty-five. Yeah. That that. Graham fits. gonna go even further. Graham Gano misses a field goal at the buzzer to send it into OT because Graham Gano has been money this year. So yeah, yeah, chaotic, um, and that's my that's my prediction. Stamp okay. That. Stamp okay. That. Twenty-eight, twenty-five. Graham Gano. Is it from forty, fifty? Doesn't matter. Between forty-eight and fifty-five. Forty-eight and fifty-five, and he has mm-hmm. a leg. He has a leg for it, especially in a dome. So, that's true. It is in the dome. I don't know. No, it's. Uh, yeah, I think, it has to be close. It I think Justin Jefferson is the best player on the field. I think Saquon will have the best game on the field. I will say this: if the Giants get up like 10-0, which they can, I think it gets tough because then you blitz. They love to blitz. That's like their game plan on defense all the time mm-hmm. is to just blitz, blitz the quarterback. Uh, I don't know if the Vikings still have their third string center. I don't know like what their offensive line situation looks like. I never it hasn't been. I was gonna say it hasn't been great. I know they had a third string center in like the last few weeks. Yep. But uh, if that's the case, then yeah, this game's anybody's for real. But uh, if they do have a healthy line, you know, you feel more confident in the Vikings. But I just don't know. Again, if it's ten zero, Giants. Like, how do you think that goes? I, if it's, I think that if could get ugly for Kirk Cousins quick. It, it could because then Kirk Cousins is in a tough spot in a game that he should win. He's favored to win. And Dayball loves to blitz. Uh, they lo- Giants love to blitz, as you said. And you've got Saquon Blink. who can just run run down your throat all all day. So, I mean, you've got... That's the, that's the position they want to be in. If they're up 10-0 and they can just control the ball and just run Daniel Jones on a rollout, Run Saquon free, like you said. I look, we had some technical difficulties, and then I just took a melatonin in between because it's nearly twelve thirty here. So I feel like I'm like, I don't know. You the know excitement, I mean? I just like the excitement, Zen right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so 
Hopefully, I don't fall asleep mid-podcast, but now we're almost done. But we were in the middle, what, Giants, Vikings, Daniel Jones. Let me try to recalibrate here. If the Giants get up 10 to nothing. They're up 10-0. Yeah, that's the worst-case scenario for the Vikings, just because of how they might be banged up on offense. Of course. Um, Kirk Cousins, how he handles the blitz, how Mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins handles a big game anyway. Got to say this about Tim, too, today. We had an argument. What's prime time, Keenan? What's uh, what's what's prime time? It's prime time. You mean uh, 4.30s, the prime time spots on Sundays. And then, obviously, you have, like, Monday night prime time, Sunday night football. Like, what do you... Dad, what's prime time? 9 o'clock. There. That's, that's what I understand prime time is. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock game, right? Okay. Yeah. But Tim said what you said, too. He's, like, 4.30. He's, like, no one else is playing. That's a prime time game. I'm, like, no, 8 o'clock. Nine o'clock. That's a prime time they always, slot. They, you know, they that's what award America's, shows are. Yeah, no, you're right in that. Yeah, they do say America's game. game America's like, game of the week. Just award shows are always prime time. To be, Saturday night prime time. It's prime time because it's eight o'clock, nine o'clock, eight thirty. Yep. So, to all your listeners out there, the first time your dad has ever made the show was to find out what time prime time. That's enough time for you. Yeah. Next. Thank you. <laughs> just Thank you. Next bus. Next. Yeah. Next bus. Right. Just uh, Giants, Vikings, yeah, no, I, I'm fascinated by this game. More than the Tampa-Dallas game, I think it's going to be chaotic. I think it's two good coaches. Great, I think Dable's a great coach. Like mm-hmm. Y'all hear me say it every week. He's damn near my favorite coach in the league. I think he's like a young Belichick. I really do. Okay. Um, in the fact that he'll do whatever it takes to win. Like, we've seen Belichick in that Ravens game, the double comeback game. He did the whole offensive lineman eligible receiver thing. I could see Dable pulling that out. Matter of fact, I think he did that last week against the Eagles in the last game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he will do that kind of thing. Uh, the Vikings coach, his name escapes me right now, but, you know. Kevin O'Connell? Yeah, Kevin O'Connell. You don't go 12-5. and five. Are they 13-4, 12-5? What are they? I think they're 13-4 and four after that loss to the – because they won the last 13 week. 13-4? So 13 and four. You'll go 13-4 and four without being a good coach. Uh, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, their point differential – is negative. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see that. They're statistically the worst two seed, three three seed they would be, right? Correct? Yeah, yeah. San Francisco two seed. San Francisco, my fault. Shouts to the Bay. But uh, three seed, they're the worst three seed ever. They're ripe for a an upset. They really are. Yeah. Uh, but you don't get to 13 and four without being good. They got incredible skill position players. And if Kirk Cousins is on his A game, he's going to be tough to beat because, you know, yep. his A game isn't an A-plus game, but it's damn near. You know what I mean? It's not yep. going to be Aaron Rodgers' best game, but it's going to be... His A game is the back half of the top 10, probably around like 8 to 10 in the league. His yeah, A games. You're not going to get Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, Burrow, he's Herbert. much like Phillip Rivers where you can go toe-to-toe with all the top guys. It's just a matter of if you're the rest of your squad or if the coaching's there. So you never know. Like I said, I could see the Vikings going to the Super Bowl. Like it wouldn't surprise me one bit. It really wouldn't. The Vikings to the Super Bowl would surprise me, but they definitely can win a game. And I just we've seen worse. I mean, not by point differential, but we've seen worse teams sneak into the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, it would surprise me. But I mean, obviously anything is possible. But as I said before, to reiterate, twenty six thir- twenty six thirteen twenty six. To twenty three, 
That's what I, okay, 24-21, sorry. 26-23 mm-hmm. Jacks. 24-21 I got 28-25 Vikings over Giants. We each got a field goal game. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be chaotic. I can't wait. Uh, then the 8-30 game, the primetime game. Primetime. Uh, which was I don't understand. It was supposed to be really good. It still, still could, be, could be. It's going to be good, but still it's supposed be. to be like really, really good. You know, we talk about coaching. Harbaugh is going to make this a competitive game. Definitely. Uh, look, the Bengals are going to win unless unless Lamar happens to play, which it doesn't look like that's going to be. That's He's, Lamar Willis reads it, and that's literally what it would have to be is a Willis Reed moment, which I could see. Or, I could see. Or it. when he came out, um, he ran at that Monday night game. He went into the tunnel, then he jogged out on the tunnel on that fourth down. I don't know if you remember that, but he like he got injured during the game, I believe, with a hamstring. Then he jogged out of the tunnel, subbed in on a fourth down, and then hit a, a touchdown pass on that fourth down. It was a wild uh, Monday night game, but he'd have to pull out some uh, Willis Reed heroics to get this one done. I hope that's what it is. We got another day of practice. I Look, it doesn't look like he's going to practice tomorrow. No. It doesn't look like he's going to play on Saturday. No. I'm holding out hope. Um shoot it could be we might never see lamar in a ravens uniform again i don't believe that's going to happen but i think the chances of it are higher than what it was a few weeks ago there's been rumblings i mean shit it was supposed to be like a two-week injury he was supposed to be back before the regular season ended and now here we are wild card weekend super Mm -hmm. wild card weekend and so i don't know i hope he's back it would be a uh a weird way to end this season, especially last season. He didn't even make it to the playoffs last season, right? It was no. Starting. So, yeah, I mean, that would be super disappointing. I mean, that's kind of the knock on mobile quarterbacks, too, is the injury risk. And for him to, you know, be the poster boy for mobile quarterbacks and, and not make it to the back-to-back back seasons where he is injured. Mm-hmm. So, like, with his... His injury has been, like, one of the weirdest things because it was supposed to be a one- to three-week injury, and they didn't even rule him out of the first game. They said he was doubtful, obviously, mm-hmm. but then, obviously, when it came to more so game time, they were like, okay, he's not going to play. But it was, like, a one- to three-week injury, which really became a four- to six-week injury, and now... And apparently, it's still swelling. Like, I've just yeah. heard so many different things. I've heard he's progressing. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's been the way it's been reported has been very odd and then you also on top of it have the whole obviously the contract looming to where we saw not the same level of quarterback, but we did see Baker Mayfield last year gutted out and his stock did drop a little bit because yeah. of the fact that he was playing terrible football, but he was out there performing for his team. Lamar sees that, he's like, "Okay, not that I'm going to go down, my stock's going to drop that much, but I do want that Deshaun Watson kind of guaranteed money bag. I'm not going to go out there unless I'm 100%. And then the Ravens are also in this camp like, well, we're not going to pay you that kind of money because this is the second year in a row where you've gotten injured and your your quarterback play style is not suitable for long-term success in the NFL. So like, they're in such a weird back and forth, and I can't blame either side. Yeah, I mean, the the Ravens offered him a deal last summer, and Lamar wanted to bet on himself, which I understand. Um, In the first three weeks, it looked great. He's Yeah, and he's going to – look, he – let's say this injury didn't happen, and let's say he performed somewhat subpar. They mm-hmm. would still probably work it out, and he'd get 
an incredible contract, and I think he's going to get an incredible contract anyway. Obviously, his value is somewhat hurt, but that's why he's not coming back, I'm assuming, is to not damage it anymore, right? You would think, yeah. Um, that being said, this all very much reminds me of, in basketball terms, the Kawhi Leonard situation, where we didn't hear much, and it sounded like it was going to be a minor injury. The next thing we know, Kawhi's out for the entire season. Next thing we know, it's trade rumors. I hope it's not the case because I do really like Lamar on Baltimore. And if it is, if it is Kawhi, that means he's a championship waiting for whoever next year. Hey, come to New England. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I don't want to start it, but you know that's where it'd be. And then you know, me. What if he was on the Niners next year? Like, what if some for some reason, like I don't. That'll never happen. It there probably are, wouldn't happen. But imagine if he was on the Niners with McCaffrey and Kittle and Debo and Ayuk and the crew. That defense, you would. Minimum, you'd win 13 games. At minimum, you're the NFC Championship game. Yeah. At minimum, you're the the NFC Championship game. You'd be the favorite each time. But I really wonder who his suitors would be. I think think a team like the Jets would be because, obviously, you take quarterback out of that. They got the running game. They got weapons at the wide receiver. They got a defense, unfortunately. Obviously, they're in our division. That's a difference, though, between – not to cut you off, but that's a difference between the NFL and the NBA to me is like you can kind of, and I don't agree with it necessarily, but you can kind of give your franchise to a star, which, again, I don't agree with that because, I mean, LeBron's LeBron, but look at the situation the Lakers are in right now, yeah. right? But, you know, let's say Lamar jumps ship and goes to the Jets via the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. The Ravens are, if you want to say top five, definitely a top ten franchise in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, 100%. The Jets are... Up until the last two years, a bottom ten franchise perennially. Like you wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't want if I'm an agent, I wouldn't want my star touching the Jets. You know, they've gotten their shit together over the last year. We'll mm-hmm. say the last year really, because I don't think any of us forecasted a near playoff season for them. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Now they got the talent, they got the defense, you throw Lamar in there, they got a good coach. You know, he's got his issues, but he's a good coach overall. Yeah, maybe Lamar does work, but I mean it would be hard for me to justify to any superstar player leaving a franchise like the Ravens to go to the New York Jets. But, you know, that's me as a Patriots fan who's seen the Jets be a laughingstock my whole life. So. Yeah, I was going to say, it's hard, it's hard to just say, like, hey, you go here to, like, this organization oh, when you're in a high-class organization. It's but- like leaving the Spurs for the—I don't want to compare the Knicks because there's a difference playing in MSG, but— you know, it is like leaving a class franchise like the Spurs and going to a joke of a franchise the like the Knicks. The Hornets. Hornets, yeah, but I mean, the Knicks are perennially a laughing stock yeah. just with how they handle business and how they treat the Yeah, players. that's fair. Granted, they're doing well this year, and, you know, Tibbs, Tibbs is a good coach and they got a good roster, but let's not talk basketball. Let's keep it football. But, yeah, yeah no, interesting situation with Lamar, and it does remind me of the Kawhi situation, even though I just said let's stop talking NBA. But that's really what it does yeah. remind me of because, oh, it's a one-week injury. He'll be back. He'll for sure be back before the playoffs. And here we are two days on the eve of wildcard weekend, and no one knows. You know, Yeah, and like he's just up in the play. air. It's He's missed a, too much of the season. And to segue into the game specifically, I think – even Ty- even Tyler Huntley is still battling with some injuries. I believe he'll play, but that still it still doesn't bode well that he's dealing with a, like a legitimate. I believe it's a hamstring injury. Something. For, uh, something along. I think lower extremity. 
But regardless, the Bengals are going to win this game without, especially without Lamar. I've got it in a 28-20 to 20 game, but I think it'll be pretty hard fought throughout the entirety of it because Harbaugh is a good coach. That Ravens defense has been playing pretty well. I agree. I think it'll be an ugly game. Uh, neither team really showed a lot in Week 18 when they played each other. By the way, we dubbed that the whole entire season as like, oh, that's going to be the battle for the uh, AFC North. And it was potentially, yeah. but we, Lamar we thought wasn't that was going to be the game. Like we book, we bookmarked that Week One. Like, oh, that's going to be the Sunday night that was, primetime game. That was what I had going into the season. They were going to have the same record, and the winner of that was going to get the North. And essentially, that semi happened. But then it ends up, yeah, semi happened, and it ends up being Huntley. It's just disappointing. Like I was really is. looking forward to. I think I even said before the year, you had him as your Super Bowl champion. I did. And I said most of the season, like, yeah, it's a three-headed race with the Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, especially the second half of the year, but the Ravens could play spoiler. And no matter how ugly it looks, you got a player who's as explosive as Lamar. You know, you always got a chance. Of course. And, you know, you combine that with the coaching of Harbaugh. But, you know, unfortunately, it does not look like we'll see that. But you never know. We've seen crazier things, but I doubt it. So No. So. And I, let me give a score real quick. I'll okay, say... Sorry. No, you're good. Um, 2020 is a good score. I'm going to go even more low scoring. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 23-18. 20, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um, so that is the for wild card weekend. Do we want to go into the divisional, into the – We didn't do the Monday night game. Oh, oh man. Oh, sorry. I am so not used to there being a Monday night game, but this also the game is of the weekend. But this is the game. This is probably you could argue. The, this could arguably be the game of the weekend. I mean, again, I think it's Vikings Giants, but I mean, you know. And I had Jags Chargers if I had to, but this game has so much to it. Look, I said it earlier. You could ask me today. You could ask me tomorrow. You could ask me Sunday. You could ask me Monday. I might have four different answers for you as far as who's winning this game. I probably got to speak into my mic more, but. I'm interested to hear what you're going to say first before I even open my mouth because listen, it might change. It might literally might change. From listen, now. I was obviously huge Tom fan. Clearly, we both are. And after that Panthers game, I was like, yeah, the Bucks can definitely beat the Cowboys for sure. And I was leaning to picking them. But then, then the Cowboys show up. Yeah, and then, and then going throughout the week, I was like, okay – you know what? The Cowboys, they have a rushing attack. I do like Dak. They have a pass rush. Their secondary, their se- um, their secondary corner is not great, but Trayvon Diggs is good. Like they've got all the pieces to be successful. So I was still thinking. I was like, the Bucks have played one good game really over the last month. They played a good half against the Bengals. They played a good. A pretty decent overall game against the Panthers. I can't just take that to the bank as they're going to win the game. So I was leaning the Cowboys. Then Sunday came. The Bucks was 10-10. And then they took their starters out of the game. So like that game didn't really mean anything to me, even though they did lose to the Falcons. And 425 comes along. And I'm like... The Cowboys are playing for the one seed, essentially. They don't know. The Eagles could lose that game. The Eagles were actually in a dogfight in that game. And then, obviously, the 49ers had to lose. They probably weren't going to. But still, you don't know. It's the NFL. Then Dakota Rain showed up. And then Rain, Dakota Prescott decided to... 
Is it Rain Dakota? My it's, no, it's Rain he, Dakota Rain, Rain Dakota. He doesn't deserve a real name right it's now. Name so, way. 23 I mean, to... I can't say much. My name's Kyle. But. <laughs> 23 to 6 happened. They didn't score a touchdown. Uh, they, they... It might have... I think they actually may have scored one touchdown, actually. It might have been the worst game of Dak's oh, career. Score, they didn't score. Oh, they didn't, sorry, they didn't score. It uh, might have been the worst game of Dak's career. And I, I can't go into a game like that and pick anyone but the Bucks. I'm sorry. Uh, they're at home. They're at home. Dak's playing terrible. This game's going to be close going into the fourth quarter, and are you going to trust the Cowboys or are you going to trust Tom Brady in the fourth quarter? Close. That's just really what it comes down to to me. I trust Tom. I got this probably 27-24 bucks. And, I'm, and I might be giving it too much. Might be giving it too much of a score, but 27-24 bucks. So Dakota Rain. So <laughs> terrible game. Terrible game. Like I, they're the Cowboys are the definition of a pretender to me. Uh-huh. And not to give more time to the Vikings, but like the Vikings are ripe for anyone to call them a pretender. Like I said, the whole yeah. point differential thing, they got this great roster, but but they got this record. Yeah. Here's the difference, though, with the Vikings and the Cowboys, okay? I feel like if there's an ugly game to be played, the Vikings could pull it out. If there's a shootout, the Vikings could pull it out. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys, it's either you're getting a, a subpar effort and they're playing down to their competition, or you're getting a fucking Hall of Fame performance. Which am I getting? And then what do we get in Week 18? Not in a necessarily, like you said, not necessarily a must-win game, but you got some incentive. And yeah. they come out like dog shit. Not, not, not only that, Keenan. They're not even playing Heineke or Wentz. They're playing uh, Sam Howell. Playing the third string guy. Your strength, above all with this team, your strength is your pass rush and the athletes you have on defense. And you couldn't even make it tough on this kid. You couldn't even. And then Dak couldn't move the ball. Could not move the ball. I want to repeat that, could not move the ball. Legitimately struggled to move the ball against this defense, which, okay, the commander's strength is their defense, is their defensive line. Rush four, we'll get to you. Uh, you know, he didn't try to move the pocket. He couldn't complete any passes. Like, it was completely discouraging, right? And you yeah. mentioned how I had them in parlays and this and that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm speaking from that view. But, too, but for real, if you're a Cowboys fan, there's no way – you're happy about that. And I've even seen on Twitter, I saw one, I don't know who it was, but I saw this Cowboys fan, like, there's really, he's like, some of y'all Cowboys fans are really out here hoping we lose, and we're getting Sean Payton next year. I'm like, that is a shitty place to be as a fan. You know what I mean? You never want to, no matter what, you never want to wish a loss on your team, no matter what. You mentioned Tom Brady. You did mention how they played well in that Panthers game. They won 30-24. to That was the first time... Like, they'd won games. They won a whole seven games this year. Uh, that was the most engaged I saw Tom Brady. Was that week Was that week 17 or 16? Week 17. Week 17 game. Week 17, most engaged I saw Tom Brady, it was which is the, kind of okay, it was I a, guess. It was their de facto playoff game in a sense. 
I guess, in a way. Uh, yeah, in a, in way. a way. I mean, obviously, it was win, and they locked up the division, lose, they need some help. Here's my issue with this game. I just said all that about the Cowboys. I called them the definition of a pretender, right? Yep. Then you got Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Who did not play well all season. I trashed the Bucks all season. Yep. They were not a fun team to watch. Brady didn't seem engaged, like I said, up until week 17. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans didn't play well all season. Godwin wasn't what you liked. Uh, Bulls, I don't know what positive addition he made to that team this year. And I don't even think Bulls is necessarily a bad coach. But I think he's very much an average coach. Okay? I think he's a great coordinator. He's not a great coach. Right. I think he did great with the defense over. I think their dynamic with Bruce Arians being the coach, him as the defensive coordinator, worked great. Sure. Left, which controlling the offense. And if you put him on uh, certain teams, maybe they're okay. Like, I think he's an average coach. He did all right with the Jets, if I remember correctly. Yep. He had his up and downs. But, you know, all this being said, I'm leaning towards, like, what you said. Who you trust, Brady or Dak? Of course you're taking Brady, right? And it's Brady at home, too, and this and that. But I'm not going to lie to you today. I'm looking at the schedule. I like the wins by the Cowboys much more than I like the wins by the Bucks. The best Bucks win. You could argue it was week one. Was the Cowboys 19 to 3. So I don't know. I really, Keenan, I throw my hands up at this game. Whoever I pick right now, <laughs> like I said, it could change by the time game time Monday. It really I- could. I have no fucking clue who's gonna win this game i don't i have no idea you give me any outcome of this game give me a 2-0 game i believe it at this point i, I like that's obviously hyperbole but like bucks and i'm i'll tell you this if it's no 20, bravado behind it it's just it's i'll tell I, you this if it's if anyone's getting 27 it's the cowboys and see that's fair you know i even understand that but so i think if the bucks win it's a low scoring like a 21 17 type and i was as I'm saying all this now, Keenan, I, I don't know. I was leaning towards that earlier. All up until today, I'm thinking like 2117 bucks. Yeah. And then I was prepared to come in here and say, no, nah, I'm going to get the Cowboys in a, in a whatever win. They're going to, in some way, shape, or form, outscore yeah. the Bucks. This might be the biggest hedge. You can call it pussy. You can call it whatever. I literally have no clue what to give you for a score. Okay. I do not. I don't think I've ever been this perplexed about a matchup in my life because I don't like anything about the Bucks aside from Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And I really like the Cowboys roster. I do. But I don't like how they perform. And I don't like how they close the season. And it's more so about how you're playing right now. And I don't think either team, unless we're going to go about two weeks ago, which I guess we have to. Yeah. And I still don't know. Saying all that, everything I'm saying, I should pick the Bucks, and I still don't feel confident. I have a question. I have a random question for you. Tom Brady's the quarterback for the Cowboys. Do you think they could get to the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Yeah, that's like, like that's that's what it comes down to. Like, and obviously Tom's not playing like the best quarterback in the league anymore. Like, there's better quarterbacks than Tom in the league. But like this, it comes really down to the quarterback. If Tom was quarterback in the Cowboys. They're in the NFC Championship game, probably playing the 49ers or what. Like, I don't I'm, like anything. Here's the thing. You can move the ball on the Bucks, So I think Dak's actually going to have a good game. Um, and really, it's as simple as this. I say all everything I said. If the Cowboys can get to Brady, I think that's it. I do. I think that's it. If they can truly 
rough them up. If they can rush them, that's the ball game, in my opinion. Uh, the Bucks don't have enough talent to survive anything the Cowboys throw at them as far as their strength. So if you got Brady throwing rush passes and, you know, you can have Trayvon Diggs and whoever else jumping jumping mm-hmm. routes and, you know, you got the turnover advantage and you got the field advantage and you're getting the ball from, you know, inside each 40-yard line. Yeah. Again, saying all that, I still don't – I really don't. Uh, so the good thing for the Bucks. Is, I can't give it a tie either. Uh, Donovan Smith is back at tackle. Tristan Wirfs is back at tackle. Ryan Jensen is back at practice this week. So there's a chance that Ryan Jensen's back as well as both their tackles are definitely back. So they're going to be about the healthiest they could be all season. Vita Vea is back on the other side. They're really only missing Shaq Barrett. On as a pass rusher, which obviously matters because he's one of their best pass rushers. But the Bucks are as healthy as they're gonna be, and I ju- I just I don't. After watching what I watched, I just can't I can't visually see the Cowboys going into Tampa and winning. But then again, the Cowboys could pull out that Minnesota Vikings card or. Uh, just some random card they have out of their back pocket and go win a game Here's the in thing. a blowout fashion or something random. Here's the thing. I can absolutely picture them going in there and winning. It's just the fact, like, everything you laid out makes sense to pick the Bucks. Yeah. Like, they're getting healthy at the right time. The last we've seen them play a meaningful game, they looked as good as we've seen literally all season, especially in offense. Yeah. So I should pick the Bucks. That's what it should come down to. But I could absolutely see. Look. All right. Look. So we got to do our regular season picks. Like we got to do the totals. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. Do you have the totals? So you um, know who, don't I, tell me right now. But you know who won the the regular season matchup? Yeah. Me and you. All right. Let's say this. This is for the sake of it, Keenan. I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. Okay. But I think the Bucks are going to win. And I just said that. <laughs> like, as low as you could say it, because that's about as confident as I am in it. Like, I can't even, like, even as I'm saying it, I, that should be enough, right? I said it out loud, and I don't even believe it. So. <sighs> uh, yeah. Okay. Give me the Bucks. Yeah, give me the Bucks. Okay, so he's that's got the Bucks. Okay, he's the stamp right here. That's that's all. You, I was literally two seconds ago about to say the Cowboys, and I switched it to the Bucks. All right, he's got the Bucks. That's that. In the picks, I don't have the numbers offhand right now, but you did pull it out in the regular season. Thank God. Well, you did. Pull first it of out. all, fourteen to ten Bucks. <laughs> that's the final score. Fourteen to ten. I have twenty-seven, twenty-four Bucks. I'm and. pissed off. I really don't know. Like, I just, just now, I'm like, what about the, like, I can't, I can't see either team winning this game. Let me tell you what I want. I would like for the Cowboys to win, and then we get Cowboys-Eagles the following week. Because I don't, I think even if the Bucks win this game, it means nothing. The Bucks would, I, they'd go to either the, Philly or the, the, the Bucks. I think they'd go to Philly no matter what. The Bucks what. would go to Philly if the Giants lose or the Niners lose. So essentially, with how you have the playoffs, you have the Bucks going to Philly, which I think is a better matchup than San Fran for them. And my how I have it, I have the Bucks going to San Fran. I think playing a 
I think the Bucks up. get killed either way. See, I don't think they get killed by the Eagles. I think they probably. I, I agree with you that the Eagles are a better matchup than the Niners, but I have, as you know, I have zero faith in this Bucks team. And also, as they seeing them against the Cowboys will also tell you a little more too. It will, cause yeah, because yeah, there's. I mean, the, the Cowboys are a team who can play with either one of the mm-hmm. Eagles or Niners. Not that I would pick them in either, but if the Eagle, if you see the Cowboys, if you see the Cowboys. And Bucks play, and the Bucks win a game where they play good for 60 minutes, wire to wire. They're protecting Brady. He's making all the right throws. They get some semblance of a run game going. Then you start to be like, okay, maybe they can go to Philly and win. But if they're winning a game as like you think, like a 14 to 10, like it's just a gross game. I no, think, they're not. They're not pulling it out. I think. The Cowboys are the perfect matchup for them. This was mm. even the Vikings, Keenan. I think I'd pick the Vikings over them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giants would be a good matchup for them, too. But the fact that they're picking... I mean, you said it. You you were prepared to take the Cowboys. If the Cowboys put together even a 24-23 win last week, I'm probably picking the Cowboys yeah. this game. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Bucks. I'm not happy about it. Uh, I really just can't envision the Cowboys winning this game at all. That being said, you know... They could win by three touchdowns. Who knows? But we really, we don't know. You know, saying all that, it's playoff Brady because that's a thing, and that's dumb to even say because Tom's Tom's great all the time. You know what I mean? And he's probably actually better in the regular season. But you know what I mean? Like when it comes to when it comes down to it, you're gonna want Tom Brady there, not Dak. So yeah, I'll roll with him. I'm not happy about it. I'm not like I'm prepared to pick against. Tom Brady at all times this season. I really am. I don't like anything about that Bucks team. But I'm picking them, and I'm not happy about it. So, yeah. Okay. 14-13. 14-13 Bucks. I got 27-24 Bucks. Uh, I just want this game to be over with. I really do. And, okay, so now I can say it. Did you want to go through the rest of the playoffs? Yeah. Did, okay. yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so. Can I just tell you? I'll just give you my picks right now. I don't, we ain't, ain't going to do the... Uh, the divisional round, because, you know, we'll do that next week, right? I'll tell you right now, though, my NFC and AFC championship. Uh, NFC championship, this is it's basic. And that's what I don't like about it, but this is what I truly believe the matchups will be. It's going to be Niners at the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be at a neutral site, Chiefs and Bills. Okay. And... uh Earlier or before the season, I had, I believe I had Chiefs Rams in the Super Bowl. Uh, Let me look. yes. Let me look. I got it right. I now. had. I. I know. I know. I, know I, I had, had the Ra- Chiefs winning it all, and I know I had okay. the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I know I had Ravens and Packers, and I had the Ravens winning it all. Man, that aged super well. Didn't uh, he, I mean, hey, if he was playing. No, uh, the Packers aged. I mean, aged super well for me. At Chiefs over the Rams. You Half of s- that age, super well for you. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Look, AFC East, that's, that's where the Patriots are out of. I mean, Bills are a rival, but I mean, and I picked the Chiefs as we just summed up right now. But I think with everything that's happening with DeMar Hamlin, I think the Bills got that extra motivation. I think the Bills are in the Super Bowl, and I think it's versus the Niners. That's my belief. You have, Bill, you have Bills, Niners. I have I have Niners regardless coming out. You could sell me on it, either one of the three, especially the Bills of the Chiefs and the AFC. Bengals being that third team. 
But yeah, it's Bills. Bills and I've got the 49ers in the NFC. I've got them going to Philly and beating them. I think if the way that my matchups work out, Tampa's not beating San Fran. I might have Tampa upsetting Philly depending on how they would see, but they're not seeing them and how I have it. And then in the AFC, I got the Chiefs going to the AFC championship game. I have the Bengals seeing them there. Bills upset, huh? I have the Bills upset by the Bengals. I obviously it's I can't hard. see them losing. I really can't. See, and here's the hard thing is they they have the extra motivation for sure. And that's a hundred percent a real thing. In the game, the obviously we only saw the first nine uh, nine minutes of the game. In the first nine minutes of the game, the Bengals are doing whatever they wanted to do in that game. They went down and easily scored a touchdown, and then they were easily moving the ball in the second drive. I think that... I mean, the injury happened like around midfield, correct? They, uh, they had, I was going to say, the, it was on the plus side, so they're in plus territory. So they, they, ran, they went down the field on them, and then they were moving the ball again on them, and then obviously... The injury to Demar happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, it's hard to say. No, no, it's just, it's really hard to say. It was, just, it was literally nine minutes out of a sixty-minute game. There was fifty-one more minutes left to be played. So I completely understand why. But I'm from this. It's not only just based off of that. I think the Bengals have a rushing attack. The Bengals have a passing attack, and they have a defense who does play has played well at every level this year. I think they win a close game against the Bills and Mahomes finally gets that monkey off his back and beats the Bengals. And it's a rematch of last year, and then you've got Chiefs 49ers, which is a rematch of two years ago. And I have the Chiefs winning that game. What say you to the Bengals, right? Yeah. They lose that game on Monday night to the Browns earlier, like midseason. Yeah. They nearly and should have coughed up that game to the Pats, right? Pats mm-hmm. lose that game inside the five, with, what, under two minutes, whatever mm-hmm. happened. So they Bill, hadn't lost since that Browns win, or lost. Should have lost that Pats game. We'll just get that out the way, though. But Bills haven't really had that bad of a loss. But I was going to say they did. I was going to say they if lost. You want to give me that Miami game early in the season? I say they lost to Miami. They did lose to the Jets. They, Division game. Yeah, I was gonna say, but which you could I say mean, that the, about the Browns. The Browns, too, the Browns have always given the Bengals trouble. The Jets have given the Bills trouble. So I mean, everyone's had a bad loss or bad games this year. I mean, the Chiefs went to overtime with the Texans. Then they almost lost to the obviously the almost lost to the Titans, which at that point was still reeling a little bit. I mean, everyone's had a loss or two or games mm-hmm. where you look at them and they're like, eh. it's fair. It's so fair. every every single team, the only team really right now that you could say hasn't had that. It would be the 49ers. They lost to the Chiefs. They lost to the Chiefs in kind of a little bit of blowout fashion. But again, that's to arguably the best team in the league. And since that moment, Brock Purdy came in, Christian McCaffrey, like they haven't lost. Look, I, so you're right. And, you know, segue that Niners are my Super Bowl champion. Okay. That's a perfectly and understandable. And I think it'll be like a classic Super Bowl. I really do. If it's Bills Niners, I think it'll take every bit of the Niners to beat the Bills. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised to see the Bills win that game at all. Yep. I just 
the Niners are playing such at such a high level right now going into the postseason. Yep. I just can't see it. And they have whether it's offensive line, defensive line, any part of their defense, they got the best defense in the league, arguably. Mm-hmm. Um, McCaffrey, Kittle, Purdy playing at a high level, Ayuk, Debo. I just don't see it. Take away the quarterback, they eat, they. Uh, to me, it's not even. It's like close-ish, but they have the best roster in the league. Take away the quarterback, and then if you add the quarterback in, obviously they have a disadvantage to Josh Allen, to Joe Burrow, to Patrick Mahomes. To Jalen Hurts, but like their quarter, the way their quarterback is playing, he can compete to a level of them enough to where the rest of that team's gonna perform. It's a disadvantage if if all things are equal, but like you said, I think the Niners, Niners, then the Eagles probably have the best offensive core to me. Chiefs too. But, and, I mean, I feel like you throw anybody around the Chiefs, they'll kind of make it happen. Yeah. Around Mahomes, I I'm should say. I'm saying the Bengals are close. Cause Bengals are up there, have, too. They have With Jamar Chase and Nixon and Burrow. Talent all over the board. Most definitely. Most definitely. But, I don't know. I still think, look, the Bengals earned their Super Bowl berth. But I still yep. think their run last year was a little fugazi. I do. Uh, I just saw some things out of them this year, which you don't like out of contender, which happens, like you said, over an 18-game season is going to happen. I just like what I see out of the Bills and Chiefs a bit more. Fair. Uh, I would say this, it's not like you're picking some random team. And These I'm, are the class of the AFC for the last couple of years. So. And I'm only picking the Niners because I just can't see someone beating them. That's it right now. Like Philly's got the best record. Philly was the class of the league most of the season, and I still think far and away right now the Niners, like, Neutral field in Philly, in San Francisco, wherever. I think Niners win that game. Yeah, the Niners. The Niners are just too good right now. Like that being said, that's going to be a hell of a NFC Championship oh, game if be, that's the matchup. They need a. You got a so healthy Jalen Hurts. You got Philly. I got, Phil, I, I got Philly 49ers. I got the 49ers winning that. I got the I rematch a, of last year. Casey, since he got Casey winning that with Casey a, winning it all. And a lot of what that is is. You know, the Niners are kind of a kryptonite matchup for the Eagles. You know what I mean? They can stop the run. They can get pressure. They can make it tough on Hurts. Purdy's playing with house money. That's the thing. And we talked about Purdy. If he happens to have a bad game, okay, you go to a seasoned vet who's been to a Super Bowl and been to an NFC Championship game. He's got the pedigree. You can't lose if you're the Niners. You really can't. You're in a perfect situation. If no, you're they're, they're and you're, great. And like I just said, your QB is playing... As well as anybody right now, truly. Yep. I mean, he's not putting up explosive stats, but yeah, that's no, what he's, you want. I was gonna say he's but, the 49ers, Chiefs. I've got, and I got the Chiefs winning it all. I think that's like obviously could be something else. Like the Bills could come out, the Bengals could come out. Honestly, to me, the other other team out of the AFC is if they got hot, the Chargers could come out because the Chargers. Not with Staley. I, I, I could. It's, it's one of those. It'd be one of those three. See, I think uh, if, if, if the Chargers had a better coach, yeah, I would say it. But because they can beat the Chiefs, they can the Chiefs. I'm gonna say out of all the teams, they, they can beat the Chiefs. They've they know them. That's a division game. That's a tough game. And then obviously it would all depend. But I don't I, I don't see it. I don't think they will. But I'm, they're a sleeper team to me. Yeah. And then the NFC. My sleep would be the Vikings there. It's got to be either the Vikings or the Cowboys. They got the yeah, talent. Yeah, it would be. And then, unless Tom does something crazy, but I don't. I, they just haven't played well enough this year. I can't even try to justify it. I don't know. 
But yeah. So that, we've got three out of the four finalists. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, I just can't. No, even before the Demar Hamlin injury, I there was no possible way I could see the Bills after what happened last year going out on divisional weekend. I think they're a lock for the AFC Championship. I really do. Mm-hmm. And the way the Chiefs are playing, they're a lock. You know what I mean? They're. I mean, shit. They were doing ring around the rosy last weekend. Yeah. If you want to know how comfortable the Chiefs are, uh, and. The Bengals are formidable. Like we said, they got incredible skill position players, but I don't know. The Bengals get to the Super Bowl this year. They're going to be, I mean, not that they're not going to be a problem, but that's just going to show that obviously the Super Bowl run wasn't a fluke. And they're, they're, they become obviously the class of the AFC if they Mm -hmm. can get to the Super Bowl again. You can't go back to back years and not be, but they're the real deal. And uh, look, I mean, nobody, not a single quarterback was playing on the level of Mahomes this year. You can give me Hurts and what he was doing as a dual threat, but just as a quarterback, no one was, it was even Mahomes close to Mahomes. And then the, it was Mahomes and then the rest. Yeah, it really was. And, uh, yeah, I don't really have much more to say. No, that's that's it for me. I got, obviously, Chiefs 49ers, Chiefs winning it all. You've got uh, I can't wait. Bills 49ers, and you've got the 49ers winning it all. Indeed. That's exactly what I have. And I cannot wait to review these games next week i cannot wait for divisional weekend like it's, it's going to be an amazing postseason we've yeah. got an incredible amount of teams that can win or uh, that can even just pose a good matchup you know yeah. I mean? like the giants so no we're in a good position very very you got anything else at all yeah i do i got tons of shit i can say about <laughs> music and nba but it's 1 a.m so don't think that's gonna happen. Okay. So, but uh, no. Go listen to Cold Boy Six. That's what I would say. Cause that's been. I said I wanted to listen to more music this year. That's been on my rotation. Okay. Since last week, and new music dropped probably within the last hour. So yeah, definitely gonna go check that out before I pass out. So. I was like, I've only I've been still listening to Herbert and SOS. So Absol mm. SZA. That's what have been the latest things I've been listening to. Cool. Well. Maybe we'll be back after this weekend before before you go back. Yeah. Maybe we'll get two in person. That'd be cool. That'd be that'd be nice. Uh maybe we'll get turned up Keenan tomorrow. That's what that's what we're hoping for. We'll see. My adoption records are hopeful <laughs> are hopeful for it, but you know you got about shit. I'm that's not good. You got like I got about seventeen, 17 hours. hours. Seventeen hours. About seventeen hours to make the decision. So we'll see. I mean, that'll be we'll pretty, see them. That'll be an interesting change to the podcast and everything. If you know, it's just me up here, Dolo. But we shall see. But hey, we're getting out of here. I gotta sleep. Keaton's gotta sleep. Warner Brothers podcast in person. We'll be back. <laughs>